course, as we head to Advent, we're thinking of the, the last days, the second coming of Jesus. We have the first coming of Jesus, Christmas. But that's taken up also into our hope for the second coming of Jesus. And there's a, um, a defining reality in death. Uh, there is no further development, no further formation, no further progression. Death is the definition of who we are. That instills fear, but it also, since the coming of Jesus and the resurrection, is our clarion call, if you will, to live a life that is awake. To be the ones on the planet who know that everything is passing and that our choices to be charitable define us unto eternal life. Our choices to be isolated and self-centered define us unto eternal life. Part of the good news is that our choices are real. It's also part of the bad news. In other words, in God, there are no do-overs. Our choices to be free to use freedom, to conform our lives to being the images of God or not, really count. A lot of Americans like to slide. God will get over it. He's big. It's not a matter of God getting over it. It's a matter of what we choose to become in his presence. We choose it. We are creating ourselves with our choices. Where in our fantasy we may want to say, it doesn't really count, whatever. With each choice that flows from our freedom and our consciousness, we are creating ourselves. Every so often, when you think about that, it can be overwhelming. But in Jesus, those choices to align ourselves with his dignity for us, well, he secures those choices that even as we go through death, that remains. Death doesn't rob us of the choices to love. Death is a passageway but those choices to love are secured. And in Christ, they are secured unto eternal life. So there are some preachers who like to say, don't worry, God loves you. I say, don't worry, God loves you. But be worried about yourself. Because as always, do we love God? That's always been the drama 
The drama really hasn't ever been, does God love us? The drama is, do we love God? And everything about eternal life is founded in that drama. Will Jim make it or not? Will Jim make what? Will Jim make it as a man who is to respond to being loved by God? The love of God is in no doubt. But let's watch and see if Jim makes it. Now that's both frightening and I have to say, interesting. That's what makes life interesting. Your choices count. I had seven brothers and sisters and mostly my mother told me to go out of the house with them because we had seven of them. So we spent a lot of time outside. And one of the things we used to do was play baseball or what we called baseball. And one day I remember I'm at the plate and um, my sister was pitching and she threw the ball and I swung and I swung and I swung and then I swung a fourth time and she said, you're out. And I said, no, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, let's do that one over. And she frowned and said, okay. And the fifth one, I connected and hit it out to right field where my other sister was. And from right field, we heard, do over. I wasn't paying attention. Nobody had hit the ball out here for so long. So I threw the ball and my sister on the mound is getting really mad. And of course, eventually, right, as children, you just go right back inside. And then your mother says, what are you kids doing here so soon? And it was always the same answer. It's boring. And there was only one reason it was boring, right? Nothing counted. Nothing counted. Imagine going to professional baseball. And someone in right field yells out, do over. They could never sell those, those seats. The only reason we pay $30, $40, $50 to see baseball is because it counts. It's what makes it interesting. The rules make it interesting. Here's the rule. Jesus has given himself completely to you. Respond. Respond. And what's the response called? The moral life. Jesus has given himself completely to you. Be affected by the cross. Respond to it. How? Choose the holy life. Let's watch and see. Will Jim... Will Jim make it? Let's watch and see the drama unfold.